Hard work or talent? Talent. talent. If you don't have talent, uh, forget it. Uh, but of course, if you have talent and if you work hard, dedicate yourself, you will be much better. But of course, the talent is the main word. If you don't have talent, we you can work are you never back. <laughs> I'm so excited, bro. I'm so excited. I know you don't get on the camera. I feel like you're a, a mafia individual, man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me tight, <laughs> let me tighten your mic up real quick. Pause. That's <laughs> no, all good. You'll be moving up. And so you know, what I mean, you know, I'd be liking to play Mr. Incognito. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hot from the lights and cameras. Yeah, you know? man. I was trying to look on Instagram. I said he don't exist. I know exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know the funniest shit if if you think about it. I've been around so many different situations, like as far as like music videos and movies and certain things. I've been in a lot of things and you don't see me because I dodge it quick and fast. It's just for me personally, I I look more into getting the money first before right. I try to like show face crazy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of those things, like I'm getting paid for it. I'm like, okay, as long as y'all click the check cleared. I'll show face later. <laughs> like, we'll we'll talk about it, man. Talk about some of the things that you've been doing. Introduce okay. yourself to the listeners. Hey, you everybody. know, up, y'all? <laughs> how y'all doing? You know, I'm sounding Aries. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> nah. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Ghost Man. Yeah. I I know you as yeah. I know you as an engineer, right? I know you as a producer, right? Right? I know you as uh, someone that we we've. When we were doing the Prodigal Brothers, this podcast, we've been able to reach out to you for some advice. Yeah. So I'm Goshenosha, and I'm, yeah, I'm all of the above engineer, <laughs> sound guy. I, I like to call it a production guy. You know what I'm saying? I like to make, I like to put productions together. So um, I think it all started when um, I have an uncle that actually produced, um, put it on me. Jaru, yeah. So that that's when I, I actually realized that I kind of wanted to like make music and make beats. So I, I learned to make beats in like middle school, and then from there just kept going. And then I got I was offered like a deal in in uh, high school, senior year with like Sony and stuff like that. I was I was working on the deal with that, and then from then on, it just I went to school for music tech, music industry and technology. Yeah. So I was learning about the music industry and the technology behind it. So Crazy. it wasn't just like a lot of people just think it's just making music. It's like, nah, sometimes I'm like, it's weird for me because I can like forecast the whole the whole industry just off of certain things. Like just that's how I became so like enamored with like the, the camera stuff and the lighting and everything because I could kind of see like, okay, big productions are going to be out of here right. in a while, like soon. You know, I, I was when I worked at Atlantic Records, which I I worked at Atlantic Records. Um, they t- I told them that the studio shit is done. Like as far as like the big studios that they used to charge the big budgets for. Yeah, they were like, "You're crazy, you're crazy, <laughs> this little guy. What are you talking about? You're you're crazy." I would love to see their faces right now. <laughs> like, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we're gonna walk it back just a little bit. Uh huh. So you've been making. That's like 16, 20 years you've been doing you've yeah. been doing music. How long have you been doing music? A long time. I, like, how long listen, you, I know you say production, but just how long have you been doing music? It's been yeah, it has to be like sixteen years. Yeah, just about. You you actually put a real number to it. Yeah. 
Yes. I, I couldn't stop if I wanted to, too. I'll be honest with you, James. Like, there's times where you know how you're like, I'm going to stop. And then as soon as I stop, I get like a big break. Like, boom, something happened. It'll be like, DMX wants you to come to the studio. You'd be like, Word? Yeah, yeah. One time I had to, I was, when I, I went to school in Yonkers where Rough Riders is. Shout out to them because they have always looked out for me every step of the way. Um, Jay, Pop, all of those, all of the people that was in, involved in all of that. So they would, they come to the studio one time, you know, play some beats. You know what I'm saying? I played, I played the right one. Right. <laughs> played right. the right one. Yeah. They, they made that code. You know, you play the right one when they call the head engineering and they, and they play it for him and they like, hey, he go, all right. We're going to make that phone call. They got to call that artist. It's, explain that a little bit as a as someone who doesn't really know too much about music, right? Like, okay. So you play, so you come in there with beats. Are you playing the beats off a DVD or, you know, a, a CD? Time, I had a USB drive. No, not a USB drive. I had a hard drive at that time because I remember the heartache I had when that thing, when that disc stopped spinning. <laughs> That's why SSDs are the greatest things. Hard drives, these are new hard drives for everybody who doesn't know. Those are the greatest things ever because you will be heartbroken if you go into a studio session and that little drive that spins that stops, that means everything's gone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you you get usually if you got some hotness, I tell people this all the time. Like, that's why a lot of times people are saying on the social media, they're looking for me. They want to, if you got something hot, the, the powers that be will come find you. Mm. They will find a way to find you, whether you're saying you're doing music or you're not doing music. They will come find you. They will give you an offer you can't refuse. And so they found me, told me to come to the studio. Um, they usually they'll they'll have you know certain, it's like I'll say it's levels to it. At times you'll have the little people or the people who kind of know a little something. You play it as soon as you you strike a nerve, they go to the next person and then go to the next person. You could be in there with the number one person. Sometimes that happens. You know, sometimes you have uh, horrible stories. I'll tell you a horrible story in studio one time in okay. Atlanta, yo. Okay. So I went to T.I. studio, right? So I'll tell you, this is, this is I'm a, I'm a little older at this point, and I thought I thought my shit was blaze. I, was, <laughs> I thought I was out there, James. I was like, yo, I'm coming out there. Because, you know, a lot of times they were already on the trap vibe. Yeah. So I'm bringing the New York, the New York boom bap, the harsh. I'm like, oh, they're not seeing me. I'm coming. I came out there. I don't know what producer. He's pretty famous. I don't know who he is, but I know he's he's pretty famous. He's one of their producers. This nigga came in. You ever see somebody come in, drop, play their shit, drop the mic and walk out? Like, he came in. He played his shit. I sat there like, what the hell? The nigga had, this is the first time, I, this was years ago, so this is the first time I've ever heard 808s going from speaker to speaker. Yeah. So his shit, boom, 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 I'm like, yeah, who's this dude right here? <laughs> <laughs> Played and shit. Looked at me like, yeah, the mic is yours now, and, and walked out. He didn't even want to hear my shit. He just walked out. So the engineer and everybody in there like, Damn, yeah, that, yeah, he fired. You, you probably the person that played that. Remember that young Drill song that went crazy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might have been. That might have been. That yeah. might have been the producer, dog. Cause yeah. that's cra- that beat was crazy. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. He he smoked the shoulder lean beat. That's what it was. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was it was because it was with the same crew, so yeah. it smoked me. So the dude, one of the dudes, had took a liking to me, and then he was the actual controlling the 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 board. He played my shit. And he turned my shit up. And he was like. Yeah, your shit just ain't hitting. <laughs> but I had already knew that though. Right, you know right, right. So, so I had already told Hobie, like, yo, don't even turn it up too crazy right, right, right. now. Yeah, the craziest part is I blew the people's speakers. So I'm in there, <laughs> speakers blew. I'm sitting there, they like, 
Yo, the speaker's blue. This, yo, son, what happened? The speaker's blue. I'm like, yeah. I looked at my man's like, it's about that time. We got to get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest part about that is, is that they end up calling me back. And they were like, uh, um, I think it was Timberland had told them or something. It was like, yo, y'all need to get him back here because if he can blow speakers, he he's dangerous. Like, you got to, you probably need to work with him. Mm. So that was the weirdest shit either. It was like, I thought I was never going to see the light of day after that one. Yeah, yeah. I ain't paying for this. But the Sony deal, how did the Sony deal come about in high school? I had a I have a uh a family member that's a, a publicist. Shout out to, to Tasha too. I have a family member that's a publicist and she was just really cool with um with Foxy Brown's older brother. Okay. And he, yo, that's my man's. Like he used to always look out for me too. Foxy Brown's older brother. I used to play, he used to, he used to have me when I lived in New York, he used to have me meet him in Brooklyn. Like he used to leave me on the corner for like hours. Yeah. Meet me in Brooklyn after the game. I'm going to come get that beat CD from you. I used to be standing out there <laughs> in Brooklyn. And the crazy part is like, you know how, and that's the one thing about the music industry. They would shit test the hell out of you. For real? Yeah. So he had me on the block standing there with, with a beat CD and then he'll pull up for two minutes and be like, all right, you ain't pussy. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what what is that though is that like a new york thing because I, I mean you've been around the industry right yeah so i'm sure you've done stuff in atlanta like you said yeah you've done stuff in new york you went to school up there right what what what's the difference man it seems like new york is is gonna put a foot in your a foot on your neck and make sure that you can hold up yeah. you know what i mean or they put the uh, i won't even say that they put the weight of the world on your shoulders yeah and they see if you can hold that for free yeah, and then you gotta, then you can get to work. But in Atlanta, it seems I'm not sure, it but is. it seems like it's just a little bit more love, and everybody gonna give you a shot. Yeah. You know, obviously it's funny people everywhere, but right. it seems like they give you a shot down there. Is it is that the difference, or can you explain that in greater detail for me? Yeah, so in New York, I think I think because in New York it's more of a doggy dog world, so okay. I think they feel like they have to like you have to like compete. And I think New York just loves the spirit of hip hop competition, right? So whereas when I'm in New York, it's like always like, oh, well, I got this dude that do this. And if you can't do this, then this dude can do this, then this, then that. Whereas when I was in Atlanta, they was just like, do you do it? Yeah, I do it. I right, put them on. So like the first month I was in Atlanta, I had a song playing on the radio. Right, right. I've never had a song playing on the radio in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's so competitive. Is it because there's so many people that is ultra competitive no i think at this point i think we need to change that's why atlanta's winning but i think it's just it was a cultural thing where people just felt like i also think it's like it's a borough thing too i feel like every borough move a certain way every borough was like i'm from over here you from over there but you ain't from over here and da 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 da. and i know somebody over here and i know somebody here whereas atlanta is kind of like Everybody kind of, in a sense, they. I guess they are. I guess they would have their splits, but they're they're still just all together in the whole in the whole scheme of things. Versus New York is just like really spread out, and then there's a lot of people too in New York. Like there's a lot of people. Okay, okay, it's a lot of people trying to do the same thing. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So it's like my man do beats. It's like right. I got cousins and brothers, my, my and, brother and right. my step cousins and my step brothers, they all do beats too. So what you do differently, right? Exactly, exactly. And then like a lot of times they'll have more history in it in their family. Like you say how I, I have I have family members that did it. Right. And stuff like that. Whereas in Atlanta, I think 
they might have history now, but they don't have a lot of people that have history, super history going back where they were taken serious about it. Because, you know, I think for me, it starts in Atlanta about outcasts, but mm. they were doing a lot before that. But I'm right. just saying like outcasts kind of like we out of here with that one. You know what I'm saying? And, and from then on, you know, Goody Mom and all that kind of stuff, the Dungeon family, they did great stuff, too. So so you so you you had to deal with Sony. Mm-hmm. So you was getting money in high school. I was, I was actually, I was not getting money in high school. I was about to get money in high school, but my, my parents, my shout out to my parents for being great parents that they are, you know, they knew, they knew that they knew the business of having a child that's underage signing contracts. So they said certain things was going on within the deal where I went to college and they were like, okay, no, you're going to focus on going to college and getting a degree. Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? So you're not going to go to New York just to focus on this deal that might not go through and fall through. Matter of fact, how about you go to college and learn about it and then learn what to do and learn how to maneuver if the deal doesn't work out, which was actually the most genius thing ever. Because as you see, I'm able to maneuver through the industry in different areas and different things versus if I would have probably took the deal, I would have got stuck at just being this trying to be a producer rapper thing. Right, and I would have been kind of stuck there, but the industry, the school, kind of taught me a lot, like the music business, uh, audio visuals, um, just a lot of different great things. There's a lot of stuff they left out that I feel like they should definitely bring me back so I could add to it. <laughs> so now you go from high, so you go to college, and then right. you get a second deal, or you get a production deal. How to okay. Do- so I went work. to college. Yeah, I got offered a second deal. So when I went to college, what ended up happening is I had a shout out to my cousin, Hust Kingpin. He's a great artist, doing great numbers, doing great things. Uh, yeah, he's he was working on that project with Knife Wonder and a lot of other great artists. Shout out to him and my cousin Smooth doing his joint with Fredro Star and that whole crew. So I grew up with them. Those are my older cousins. Those are like my direct older cousins. And they were doing great stuff. They were performing and doing shows. That's why when a lot of people look at you, they're like, why you don't be doing shows? It's like, yo, we did that already. We Not say that you shouldn't do it, but like, I think a lot of people also look at it too. I see a lot of people like, you don't have any placements? Where are the placements? It's like, back in the day when we used to get to this, we wanted to put all, we, we had a crew. It was all about, yo, you make beats for your crew. It wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to get a joint with Future. I'm trying to go get a joint with Jeezy. I'm trying to get it. It was like, Nah, I'm trying to put the team on. We a team. We trying right. to get on. We trying to get out of here. So I think like a, a majority of it was like people was like, where's the places? Like I wasn't focused about that. Like tell you, it was us. So we were performing, crushing it. We just drank. K Slay loved one of our songs that we got that I produced. Like he, K Slay used to always like go crazy when that song came on. So um, he used to just like hit us up. Like yo, come perform, come perform. And then uh, I think what ended up happening in school where where, where, I, where I school wasn't working for me was when I, I would come back to, to school and I would ask my professors like, yo, how do I do mastering? Because right now we were like, at that time, we were like one of the first people on, on like iTunes. Like we were like iTunes. My, my, I told my professor like, yo, this is like 07, 08, 07, 08. Yo, how I do mastering? Cause we on iTunes and we doing we doing some numbers and we trying to and he was like, Mastering? iTunes? 
what you want that for? Because <laughs> you know they were so they were so caught up and they were into rock and stuff like that. So they they were he didn't want to teach me, he didn't want to tell me. So I was like, all right, cool. Fast forward now, these same professors asking me, "Yo, you think you could do a feature for me so that you could I could get some numbers?" And that's weird. <laughs> well, speak to that a little bit because you you touched on it, you know, slightly as far as the clout chasing that's going on. Right, everybody's trying to get that one big hit right and like you said we were trying to build something back in the day right right? my i'm good so i'm I'm good at this you good at that we got a crew and everybody can have everybody's back and we can go forward that way but now it's just everybody's just trying to get hot get seen speak to the attention game that's being played right now and and your thoughts on it my thoughts it's just my personal thoughts i think it stretches back to to that point of the era where I was just talking about where like when I worked at Atlantic type of deal. I think because people were so talented back then, it was hard to it was hard to it was only if you remember, it was only a limited amount of talented artists back then. Like you could only rhyme certain words in a certain kind of way. If you look at somebody like Papoose, like you're not gonna go find no Papoose. Like Tenet Papoose down the street. You're not going to find Papoose today. <laughs> you know Unless saying? it's Papoose. <laughs> Papoose. You ain't going to find Cannabis down the block. You ain't right. going to find Jay-Z. Nas. There's certain people that Jadakiss that just are able to, are gifted at putting words together in a certain kind of manner. And I think labels couldn't control that. It couldn't, hand, couldn't like, couldn't bleed them out mm. because they started getting smarter with right. the business. So they started saying, that's when I. That's why I hate this theory, and I'm gonna bring it up on on here because I, I, whoever's gonna watch, I'm gonna laugh in their face and say, "Talent beats uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work." Or I do not believe in that BS. I do not believe in it because the the, the work hard that they're talking about right now is more or less like computer work hard, like AI work right. hard. It's not really working hard because you didn't really work hard on your craft. All the drums sound the same. All the samples sound the same. All the uh, the BPMs are the same, pretty much. And and I wanted to ask you about that because I feel that hip hip hop just had its fifty year anniversary. Yep, yes, clapping yep. up for hip hop, right? And as a lover of hip hop, I don't know if hip hop is going to make it to a hundredth birthday. Yeah. And and this isn't. Yes, I've I've watched this. I've heard this in different places, but. I don't even listen. <laughs> I got you. I don't even I really you. listen to hip hop. And and granted, it's not for me right now, right? But right. if you're only trying to make, and that's why I, I want to speak to Cloud Chasing, if you're only trying to make a song for a TikTok, right. then you're not really working on the craft. Not so you speak all. about, I like the word you use, you said talent. Yes. Talent. Right? But talent comes from what? Working on your craft. Work ethic and God. Right? <laughs> right. But God. you still got, I still, I believe that hard work can at least meet oh, talent. For sure. I don't know if it can beat talent, but I definitely, I don't know. So it depends, though. I feel like you're talented at that point. Okay. You get okay. what I'm saying? All right. Think about it. Gilbert Arenas, right? He said that he, he I saw a podcast with him and he said that uh, he he was like second, he was junior JV when he first started playing basketball. And he he got mad that he was JV. I guess he went and started practicing, and then eventually, the next time he went out, he was he was varsity, and then then he went from then on to being you know where he is now. But he was JV. But he said one summer he said he just wasn't taking it. He said he just started playing, just started practicing during the summer. That's talent. You just haven't unlocked it. Fair enough. 
There you go. There you go. It's like you need you need your Professor X to come by and say, True. Hey. I think there are some things that you can't beat, right? Speed, mm-hmm. height. Right. You know, just natural That's instincts true. and IQ. I think some of those things you can't beat, but I mean, Gilbert Arenas is also 6'2". So I don't... That's true. That's true. What I will say, you know what? This is what I'll say. I had a friend when we was growing up, we went to school with him. Mm -hmm. Um, He went to Youngstown. He ended up going to Youngstown for college, for basketball. He was not that great. And I'm being generous, but he was not that great when we was growing up. He worked on his game for a summer. And then... He shot skyrocketed. up. Skyrocketed. Right, but he worked, bro. He I know. Worked. Worked. And when he went to college, he worked too. So I, I feel like that's a talent though. Okay. Cause you because you cause you visualized it in your head, okay. even when everybody didn't. Can, you, you knew what you could do. Your your physiques could do. You can work you ethic do. be a talent? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Well, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm going to agree to see what you're saying cuz it's it's a, to me personally, I just it's a talent to fight those sleeping those sleeping urges. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cuz some people are going to they're going to fall out. They're going to go to sleep. They're going to do what they got to do. There's some people that say that get mad and say, "Oh, you get put in a position, you got to do what you got to do. There's no sleeping." It's like, "Yeah, the body's going to do what it's going to do." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you can fight those urges and you can say, oh, this is just like that one time in my basement when I had to do this. Da, 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 da. So give me the real, man. How do Because <laughs> this is a question that you walking into some of my questions that I have. How do people really get after it the way they get after it? Is it are there additional things? You know how art. Mm-hmm. I like to work out. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been <laughs> if I wasn't my age. I can't say that I wouldn't use performance enhancing drugs. And it's not because they're going to make me better. I just sometimes at the gym, I just want to keep performing. Right. And I want to recover faster so I can go back and keep performing. Right. You you know, so is there. Is there anything like that in music? Yes. (laughs) Because I'm staying up night after night hustling, hustling. Okay, that's cool when you 28. Yeah, that's cool when you 25. Right. When you get, I mean, you get to a certain age, the body's going to take over. Exactly. And, do what it's gonna do. and you can only push it so far without getting sick, ill. That's a fact. Going crazy. So right? I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people in this industry, what, what the sad part about the industry is a lot of times, I think is they do get the performance enhancers, but it's not drugs. A lot of times it's the handouts, it's the help. So you'll have somebody that, all right, look, I'll work on your drums for you. And then you'll do that, but then they'll forget to tell you about who helped them get their drums to where it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know what okay. I'm saying? Like Kanye and Timberland. Like Timberland really worked hard to get those stronger drums where it's supposed to be. Kanye's a great producer. I think he's amazing. I think I, I, we, there's a video of this, so it's not like he's hiding it. So, you know, I just think that sometimes something like that happens. Somebody hears your stuff and says, oh, you need to tweak this, you need to tweak that, and then and you're off to the races. And then, like, a lot of times, you know, all right, so like now, definitely perform enhancers because when I when I was in school and they were teaching us engineering and stuff, what we told our professors about templates, they were like, a template? Every artist is different. Every song is different. You can't have templates. Now, if you talk to any engineer, you go on YouTube and watch it, everybody talk about get your recording template, get your recording template. So everything just kind of advances in a way and, and it's a performing enhancer to help you do things quicker, faster. But at the same time, in my opinion, it also makes it sound cookie cutter. 
That's why I'm saying people are using drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Not even hard drugs, but just I uh, cocaine. I think cocaine and Adderall. I've seen Adderall. a lot of Adderall Thank use in, in studios. I've seen a lot of Adderall use. And then people sit there and go online and be like, if you're not doing this 24 hours, I'm like, dog, tell them about the pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't think that, and it's, to me, I think the honesty and the authenticity is what people are shying away from. Right, right. And they're not really telling people about the sauce. Right. And you don't got to give, you don't got to give them all the ingredients. And a lot of times, you could have the Adderall, like I said, you could take steroids, you could have Adderall, right. you could still take steroids, look like trash, you could have Adderall, and your music still it's sound still, like trash. That's a fact. <laughs> your videos could still be garbage. That's a fact. It, so it is, it's a performance enhancer, but right. you still got to be good at the craft, right? You still got to perform. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. It's 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 prevalent in there, and I see it, and I just say, you know, that's why the only thing I'll say is like, thank God, I never really, I got, I never got hooked to that stuff. Like I never tried it, never got it. I just always was strong will. Like, nah, I'm just dope. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad. You know, I mean, you put you put the you put the amount of time in. What is a studio session like for you? And why haven't you made a tick? My bigger question is why haven't you made a TikTok song, man? A TikTok song? Yeah. Why haven't you made the? Why haven't you reached for that? Oh, I have gone. I've put stuff on TikTok, and it's went through the roof instantly. I've only put like I put like three things on there, and like five thousand views in one day. I don't, you know, I just and then I turned it off, and I just was like, it's just it's it's too fast, too quick, and all right. So for me, with social, I also feel I'm also this type of person with social media. I know where my audience is, right? So my audience, my well, not my audience, my my fan base, they don't follow me on social media, right? So when I do, when I put out music and I get streams, it's not, it has no correlation to social media. And I can see that through, through my stats, my analytics. So when I put out something, I see a lot of my streams come from like Japan and come from, you know what I'm saying? I have a big audience in Japan. So it's like, Okay, everybody by social media is from, you know, the area that we're from is people that I personally know. So I know they're not listening to my music. So it's like What is that about though? Cuz people do know you and I do listen to your I do listen to the I listen to a lot of your older songs. Though. Right, right, right. Like you make some new stuff. I think it, cool, like yeah. the last one was the last one there was one in the it was like in the loop. Yes, in the loop. In the loop. That was fire. Yeah, fire. appreciate Hold you. On, you know, everybody gotta, loves that. Hold on, we got <laughs> Cause that that joint was, I was feeling that when I was like, okay, all right. Cause I I listened to Match Me earlier. Yeah, Match Me is cool. It, did, it you, didn't catch me. You I, I got maybe you got to run it no, back. No, no, no. I'll tell you about Match Me. I'll tell you the whole history of Match Me. Match Me came out in about about two thousand and eleven or two thousand two thousand eleven to two thousand twelve. People kept hitting me up, asking me to put it on the platforms because it's been on YouTube. Okay. For so long. So okay. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of going to YouTube to listen to the song when I'm listening to my other stuff or what do you call it? So that song is old as I don't know what. For but, real? So yeah. you just re-release them? Yeah, I just put them out on, on so everybody could just go listen to one place. Okay. But this? She just put some champagne up in the coop. I need a couple more of these, though. So I want you to speak to... Speak to the Japan audience because I had I had Breezy on here, flawless Breezy. He from Annapolis. Okay, shout out to Naptown, and he was he was he met my homeboy in Japan. Walt, 
and walk and him, you know, talk. He came and sat down in the pod, but he was out in Japan too, and he was like, the hip hop scene over there is crazy. It's crazy. How'd you find out about that? Were you over there? What's the like how do you build a fan base in Japan? Great music. If you put out music that they want to hear, like they are all over that song too. If you put out music they want to hear, they're going to come listen to it and they're gonna so like like you just said, Mastery didn't catch you. My audience, that's how that's how I communicate with them. I mean, I listen like, to like thirty seconds early. No, 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 so, no. You know. I, like I said, I know from them because my cousin says the same thing to me. He's like, "Yo, why don't you just put out another Japanese album?" I put out a Japanese album. It was on the it was on the front page of a uh, Japanese of uh, iTunes Japan. This is like I said back in the day when we were like we were like running amok early in the early days of iTunes. I hate that they switched to streaming because streaming is just like. It's cool for the listeners, but for us, it was like we was getting money. Okay. That's how we were really getting money. Okay. Like, but now it's like, okay, now I got to- Can you speak to yeah. how that works? So you were getting a dollar a song. You know? If you think of it now, you're getting a dollar a song. So you're like, okay, I could, I could put out, I could put out like, like Bleak said it the best. They messed up their hustle because what they could, what you could have done is like this. If you would have charged, if you would allow people to charge $3 a song, right? Say you charge three dollars a song. You have an album. The album costs ten dollars. You should have just basically let people buy three songs, which would have been nine um, dollars, right? Right. And then give them the rest of the album, right? Mm. So let's yeah. say you had twenty one tracks on there. Right. You pay, you pay for three songs. You got the whole album. But instead, they did some chopperoo stuff. They even cut off their old leg. I you know Apple Music and iTunes because. It would, I felt like you would get more money through the iTunes. I don't know why they chase yeah, cause Spotify. You can buy because I remember you just buy a song that you like. Yeah, like you only had like you said it, it went from you buying the album to oh I could just get a couple songs off of you. All right, right word. Right. So, I but y'all was getting that hundred percent or y'all, you had to bust it down. How we did that bust it bust it down with um with the distributor with the okay. distributors. Which is which wasn't even a bad deal. I still use, I still have them now. I still use them. My cousin still uses them too. But uh, like it was just a good deal. But now it kind of it's kind of useless because they take a percentage and it's like, what are you getting a percentage of? Technically, that's not really streaming, it's not <laughs> right? Right. I think like yeah. It's, I won't really get into streaming, but it doesn't. The more and more I get in, I work in, uh, I work in the cloud. So okay. yeah. I understand like what shards are yeah. and I I know the cost associated with it, but I don't know if it's really that lucrative for a business. No, I don't know. But but it's what you, what you should do. And I'll drop this gem. What we do, what you should do is you should use it as a mean to get another deal, but not necessarily a record deal, some kind of other deal. Like you can go get, like Dasani or get something, get something with the, with other companies that you can do a deal with them and get some money. Like that's that's the way to do it now. Like it's not about what you're getting from the streaming platform. Okay, okay, that's how you get the money in the industry. Now. So you get to deal with Atlantic. Well, I I, I interned at Atlantic. I was working. There. Okay, you interned at Atlantic. I saw you with a plaque. Me? Oh, oh, in front of the plaques. Yeah, at, oh. um, at um. At the IRAA, yes, I was over there with them. Yep, and they showed me all their plaques. You've been moving, or you? How long you been in the industry? You've been moving around. I go in and out. I'm back working in the industry now, so I go in and out because um, I think I have a threshold while I'm in there. I think I, I, I think you know sometimes you selling your soul. I mean, was nah, somebody think- ask you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? 
uh, I don't think it's so much selling your soul. Okay, the next deal, we'll, we'll fast forward into the next deal I got offered, right? So, okay, okay we, we're in college. This is after college. This is right after college. So, this is right after college. I get out of college. Um, I already have the, the album in Japan on the front page and all that going crazy. Going crazy. And um, I get approached by... um. I won't say his name, but I get approached by somebody and they want to do a deal. They're from Universal. They're like, they want to do a deal. And they're like, let's do a deal. They, they're trying to, you know, what they do to you is when they meet you, they like to wine and dine you. They like to try to. So where y'all go? You got to take me through it, man. <laughs> it's like, I need the it's, visual. Was it a dinner? Was it rooftop? I mean, did you get some they'll, wine? They'll take you, what, they, what they do is they'll take you around and try to impress you. So he, he like took me to like quad studios okay. and he'll take okay. you to like like offices and, and take you to meet certain people. Like like I met um, um, Cole Chillin. I didn't know who the heck they was at the time. Like that, they are old school um, record label that had to do with, um, I know people are going to get mad because I forget who they do, but just old school rappers and stuff like that, which is cool. They they were they were cool, like all of them were cool. Met Dame Grease, um, cool guys. Like he was, so they winding down you. But then the red flag for me was when they were saying, "Okay, yeah, we'll do a deal." And I'm thinking, like you said, I've always been this type of artist. I have my Jap- Japanese stuff, which is like underground hip hop stuff, and then I have the you know like the match me, like the hip hop, like the the trap newer stuff, like I, experimental stuff that I try to do. So I thought they were trying to give me a deal on that. And so I was like, okay, let's do a deal. Like, let's let's do it. They were like, no, no, no. We want that old that stuff from over here, that old that the Japan stuff. We want that, and we want a percentage of it. Oh, they want all your IP, right? So I was like, nah, we're not doing that because that's <laughs> that. Would, remember, I told you I had a group, right, right, right. I'm like, nah, that's between me and the group. Right, we right, doing right. some stuff. That's not. They like, nah. If we can't have that, then we don't really want to do the deal. So that's how that one fell through. Man. So you would call that the selling your soul aspect of it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually, I actually, it was funny because of the way he he was eating and the way it was going down. It looked like, is this that moment? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when somebody's eating, like, yeah, so you know, you can just give me that, and then you're like, huh, yeah, this they is just, how. So it's not really selling your soul; it's really just giving everything you've ever worked for away. Pretty much is what they want. Is what is what was going to be that case? Because I thought in my mind, I've always thought of like, okay. I could be two different people. Do you want me as a producer or do you want me as the rapper? Me, I don't really want to rap. If everybody ever noticed, I don't really want to map. I just want to be a producer, but because people wouldn't jump on my beats, I started rapping. And then, you and sound then like he, a Kanye. Rap, exactly. Rap. Are and you then, a Kanye fan? Early Kanye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I've always felt like Kanye was dope. Only thing that made me sad about him, not even about all the crazy stuff he says on TV the thing that made me sad about Kanye is when he actually stopped um, producing his own stuff. Like when I found out certain certain tracks, he like down with uh, Cameron in him, he didn't produce that. So I was like, like certain you times, I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's just like certain things you find out, uh, you're like, damn, you lying. Shout out to Brian all you day. Li- you lying. Shout out to Brian all day. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like yo, like. Certain things, and maybe he had a that little bit of that hurts my heart, bro. I know, but tell me, it doesn't. well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. All right, all right. Oh, we about to get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into our favorite part. Uh, I see it. I love it. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. All right, now we. All right, Bird, right? Okay. Um, which is Hitmaker, the A and R, right? Uh, <laughs> why you play Bird? Uh, come on, really? He's an A and R. Bird don't make big. Does he make beats? 
I do a bird produce. And from what I understand, he 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 coach. Now that's what we're talking about. Yeah, well, that's making a beat to him. Yeah. Come. To, all right. So look, if you Come. unless you want it like Dre, unless you want it like Dr. Dre, because I get I get Dr. Dre's level. Dr. Dre was on the point back then. It's like I'm sampling records. Forget all that sampling shit. I'm about to go get him to play the piano. I'm going to get him to play the strings. I'm going to go get this. I got the budget now. I'm going to go put it in. Now, Dr. Dre, yeah, cool. But in this digital analog world where everything is damn gen- like AI generated, how you telling the man to change the snare to this snare? Like, you taking his source away. You uh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it though, but okay. <sighs> but what if Ye did that though? All I'm saying, the, the, the beat had a Ye feel. It did. So that means he touched it. He he blessed did. it somehow. He probably did, but he didn't produce it. He still Brian all day got credit for it. Hey, I, I, what hey, you want me to say? I mean, look, it's, it, to me, it's not a look. Phil not Jackson a, ain't hit the shots, but you know, he I mean, still get he, the championship. He but, still get the championship ring. You feel what me? Is he, what is he? What is he accredited as? As a coach, nah, okay. he ain't accredited okay. as he wasn't on the court. Well, maybe Kanye. Yo, <laughs> not early. That's early Kanye too. That hurt a little bit. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. When I- May, all right, maybe he had the idea. Somebody put it, put it together, and he helped them fine tune it. So he took the credit for it. I don't think he took the credit for it. Actually, that's the saddest part. Is he never? That's the greatest part. Actually, to him, he never took the credit for it. Everybody just assumed he did. Uh, Brian, Alde, if you actually was, look at the credits, Brian Alde actually got credited. That, that beat was fire. Tell me that wasn't one of his like top ten for a while. I was like, yo, why can't he do more with Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know, know why though. Well, <laughs> now yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah now we know. Politics as usual, man. But why, why, why can't they go find Brian all day? It's my next theory is like, yo, because Brian still got some heat. I talked to him on on Instagram. Shout out to him. I'm not saying that we are best friends, but he does respond to me when I hit him up, and I appreciate that from him. Man, so. uh, you know what? That is a friendship nowadays. It ain't uh, uh, an association with someone. Yeah, that is lighthearted. Is a friendship nowadays, especially yeah. in the world that we live in. How do you navigate that? Uh, I try not to. I try not to put too much expectations. Like, like. I think I learned. I think I learned that from um, Sunny Digital. I, I did a collaboration with Sunny Digital, and um, at, half of my mind thought like, "Yo, this is it. You about to be." And then the other half of my mind was like, "Yo, just play it cool. He probably got a million people doing whatever, whatever." And then he actually <laughs> didn't really not nothing to him, but he just kind of went on and that time just went by and that just was it. So it's just like one of those things like you just learn like, I play it cool. If they rock with you, they rock with you. If they, they know, they know. But you run your own, you run your own business now, right? right? You, you've been running your own business for a while. You've been hustling for a while. You've been in the game a while. Mm-hmm. How, <laughs> do you still get that? Do, do you still get that? Uh, pushback from people or or feedback man i hit you you said you're gonna hit me back all the time why you ain't all the time my, my one of my closest friends says that's my downfall is that I, i'm What's up, so bro i thought we t- i mean i talked right. to you yesterday where you <laughs> she says i care too much because <laughs> I, I i do i do try to care when people do say that i do feel some type of way like there's people that i grew up with that are rappers and they're like yo I'm mad at you because you ain't do nothing for me. I was supposed to be in the like, well, what you want me to technically do for you? Like, would you want me to make you Jay-Z? If you were Jay-Z, you would probably be Jay-Z right now. Like, but 
You know, let's have that discussion, right? Uh, and I'm I'm still in somebody else's topic, but mm-hmm. uh, well, Irv said it. Mm-hmm. You saw you saw that on Drink Champs. Irv, no. Irv said that. <laughs> I don't even want to say this, but Irv, <laughs> he, he, he's a funny guy. Though. He's he's a funny guy. Irv was saying that Jay Z would still be Jay Z. Yeah. Without Dame Dash, absolutely, absolutely, I I do agree. Now, granted, I just you know, to my knowledge, I believe there's a lighthearted beef with them, him and Dame. Right. Not anything. But would Jay Z be Jay Z without Jazzo though? I'm just saying he's. I, it seems like Jazzo is the one to put the battery in his back to actually rap. Yeah, Jay Z was a hustler. He wasn't worried about rap. Exactly. So that's yeah, why he was. He was, he was getting money. Yeah. Yeah. So. so but Dame, Dame did that though. Dame did Dame did a lot of things that is amazing. Dame did enough so Jay could just go work. Right, right. And, and yeah. I think that makes Dame super important. Yeah. To Jay Z. Yes, I think I think we all as creatives we need somebody like Dame that believes in us that much to allow you to do what you need to do so that you can get to where you need to get. We can never doubt what Dame did. But at the same time, you know, I think everything's for a certain period of time. Like, do I think that if, if Dame, there was no Dame? No, here, here's what I'm going to say. Do you think if Dame and Jay got back together, do you think things would be greater? Or do you think things would just be, it's already. I think uh, it, it had to be, I don't know. I don't know in what capacity it would work. Right. That's what it, I'm saying. And, and unless it was just a. a you know, we mend this for the culture right, type of deal. Right. That's and that I mean. may make, I mean, but at the same time, you know, Dame had to dial Dame back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say what, <laughs> but yeah, speak to funny. that. Like you, you talked about your family members helping you. You talked about, you know, having a team around you. Yeah. But I'll who's you. hurt you the most? Oh, hurt me the most. Huh? I know that's a that's a supposed to be keep it uplifting and nah, all of that, but that is but a good question. Really, like when you and okay, just to give you right. more context, you really sat down, you thought about, it, you said, "Man, <laughs> they really, really took away from where I was trying to go." Okay, I had an artist that this was not too long ago. This is a sunny well, around the sunny digital era uh, moment. So I had an artist, and he was doing, he was doing, he was he he was really good. He's in this, he's he was really good at like marketing. As far as like he's on the social media, he's really good at that. It's just his music wasn't it. It wasn't he wasn't doing it. So, you know, there's like I say, now in this era, you're either really good at that or you're really good at music. And then you could kind of get in between and but so I was trying to help him get better music because I knew he was better than me at marketing. He was really good at marketing. So what I ended up doing was like I was letting him record for free. I was helping him. I was like doing different things. So at one point the recording was all right, but the point that is like, I came to a point, I was like, all right, look, we need to do a deal. I was going to give him, brought him a contract. Cause I'm saying, this is what I'm about to do. I didn't tell him completely everything I was going to do, but I was going to, I was upgrading the studios, buying the mic, I was buying UAD, buying all, like everything, everything was getting taken to another level. And I'm like, before I, well, I already had put the money down to do it. And I'm like, before we do this and I bring you on, we need to do some kind of deal, which is, I told him we're going to do a production deal. 
which is basically for everybody. I'll tell everybody you do a production deal with a with a with a producer sometimes so that you can make the make the music and then once the label comes, they'll come buy out the production. And then they'll they can take the song and go and do what they need to do. And then la da da. You're not really signed to that person as like a artist sometimes. It's kinda like shot money and and 50 and all that so yeah and then they'll pay they'll pay back for the studio time and all the money so i was like let's do a deal but i don't think he knew what it was so he was like what's what it, why, why does it make sense to sign with you instead of signing with universal and i was like well i'm not universal number one and number two <laughs> like you can sign with universal but you're just signing with me because if you don't want to sign with me now then you need to start paying for studio time from this point on and start paying for beats and right. stuff like that but this is so that you don't have to pay for it right now and we just have an understanding and he didn't in my mind i'm like i'm about to go get this track from from sunny digital this beat from sunny digital i also had a, a feature with with uh chevy woods shout out to chevy chevy woods from um from taylor, taylor gang. gang right i had a feature with him signed up so i said hey because i had a uh i had a plug with a publicist but the publicist always told me you're not going to be able to get shit moving unless you have some names attached to it so i had those those kind of names disposable that i could use but i was paying them out of you my give, pocket you're giving a lot of game right now i appreciate that though for. <laughs> so i had this stuff this money that was coming out of that i was going to pay for so i felt like if i'm about to pay for all of this and like i tell you i don't want to be the rapper i'm just really good at rapping so i was like if i'm gonna pay that we gotta have something in contract because one thing a lot of people ask me to do is manage and i've seen managers and i see what managers do i don't want to be a manager i'd rather be a consultant because managers, if I got to manage your business and manage your life, and I got and you think I'm going to come out of my pocket to pay you something that I'm supposed to get 20% of. So that doesn't make any sense if you think about it. But why wouldn't you work off a commission basis? What you mean, as a, as a, as a manager? Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I feel like that's better. That's, that's like a consultant. Uh, so you're a consultant more. If you're like, hey, you want me to do this for you, then you got to pay me this. That's more of a consultant. That's what a consultant would do. I, I just believe that, like, let's say you you... You don't get paid until I get paid. That type of commissioner, type of deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but sometimes do like, managers actually pay it pay in advance? Is that what you're saying? No. Well, manage what people think managers do is like, okay, so I need to. I'm trying to get on the Source magazine, and Source will say, hey, you know, you need to buy a um, two thousand dollar ad for us to in order to uh, to write this article up about you. And people think that the manager is just going to come out of his pocket and pay two thousand dollars and then i'm put you in the joint and then it's like okay so people have a really distorted view of what a manager does so it was like things that he was asking me for too like okay well if you're my manager i want you to um get me in fashion week i want you to explain to me what united masters is i want you to explain to me what this and this and i'm just like okay i can do i could do all of that but what is your budget right Get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what is your budget? It's not my budget. What's your budget? Because right. you got to always remember, as a manager, I work for you. Exactly. So I'm managing your business. Yeah. So you should already be having money flowing in so I can get my 10, my 15, 10, 20%, whatever we decide on. You should be having your business already flowing. And um, he just went left. He was just like, nah, I got other stuff going on. And then I think we fell out over a, uh, he wanted to shoot a video rapping over a song. And um, it wasn't it for me, <laughs> and clearly for a lot of right. other people, it wasn't it. Like, cause you you feel the same sentiment too. If you rap over a Jay Z beat, boy, you gotta smoke that yeah, shit. Exactly, you exactly. gotta smoke yeah. that shit. 
So I was just trying to tell him, like, yo, stay away from Jay-Z beats. You're right. <laughs> if you if you don't got it, just stay. I stay away from Jay-Z yeah, beats. Yeah, stay away from anybody beats until yeah. you until <laughs> until people want to hear you on your own beats. Exactly. Or you on your producer beats, you know? Right, exactly. So he did it and he shot a whole video, which I which I like I said. I'm not gonna say that he didn't put any money into his career too, but you know, you you're you. So you how much you be- charge for studio time? Just to at give this, context. At this point, yeah. At this point, I'll do like fifty an hour if I'm tracking. If I'm mixing, I'll probably do like two hundred. One sixty if you know, if it's some light shit. Like it just it just depends, like, so it's not not nothing too crazy. And he was a newer artist, right? Mm-hmm. So he coming in is he one take? No, I had to actually, and not that's another thing about it too. I had to help him with his uh, his bars and stuff like that. Like I had to help him. So, so you ghostwriting, pretty much, pretty much. You ghostwriting, producing, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> mixing. Yeah. That's that's what. Yeah, yeah. So, so you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. So, but shout out to him. Hopefully, he everything works out for him. You know what I'm saying? That's but, crazy. But so I, he he you was doing all of that for him. Yeah. That's a stack of song. It should be. It should be. <laughs> That's a stack of, at the least. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're doing all of that for him, and he just, he wasn't willing to sign a deal for all that effort you, and time you had put in. No. But it taught me a valuable lesson, so I love that that happened. I love that that happened. You know what a valuable lesson it taught me? It it taught me that I wear a million hats, but I need to know where to where to stop things. So, okay, I'm producing this song. I need not to be helping you with your lyrics until we have some kind of agreement there. Okay. I'm engineering. I don't need to do anything that, that, that requires production. So, which, which some people get that distorted. It's like, okay, I I brought you this song. My producer did it. You're the engineer. Yo, add some, add some strings on it. Yo, bro, that's production. Take that back to production. So if you take it, if you talk to a lot of the biggest engineers, they send records back and it's not them being, being assholes or anything. It's just the factor of, you have to start knowing where people's where people's lines start and pick up and divide, you know. So you got this variety of you got this tool belt of a skill set, right? Right. And you went from ghost music mm-hmm. to International Hall of Fame Club, right? Right. And International Hall of Fame Club is not just a label. No, it's not actually. It's actually just a digital business card. To showcase everything I can do. So when so when I'm having a conversation with somebody, so I'm having a conversation with everyone here that's watching. When you go to that website, you say, hmm, I like this. There's something I like about this. I want this. You can actually go on the website, hit me up and say, you want that for your business. And I don't have to, you know, go and show a bunch of different other things that I've done. Because sometimes what happens is when you start doing a lot of things for other people and you do like you work in the industry, you're sending somebody to another somebody else's website. And you're advertising there, whatever they have on their website or whatever they're a representation of. And sometimes that could be good. It could be bad. So keep them on your place. Have them go where you need them to go and do what you need to do. So what other so along some of the services that you offer are I do like um, music admin. So like if you if you don't have your business together, as far as in the music industry, you don't have none of your your licenses set up, you know, you don't. You didn't sign up for anything. You don't have no copyright to it. I do that for you. If you need designs, I can do designs for you. I do web design. I do uh, 
a lot of things. I do mixing, mastering. I do just connecting dots. And also with the with the production stuff, I'll tell you how I got into the the cameras and the in the when I was in New York, I was running around with some friends and they end up getting a deal from Canon. A million dollar deal from Canon. And I was just basically like the bag holder. Like I was just basically like <laughs> running around just with them, like helping them. And I'm seeing I'm just watching them like just go up. Like they're buying like offices in like these big skyscrapers and they they're just showcase offices to to house their um their clothes and stuff like that. And then you're seeing the brands and it just it just so that's how I ended up getting into the uh, photography camera stuff because they taught me. I just picked up and learned as I was just there hanging out with them. Is New York the place to be? Are we doing it? Are we doing the wrong things in the wrong places? I know the world has gotten smaller since the internet, but it seems like certain places for certain things. Yeah, you know, New York is always like if it if it was up to me, New York would definitely be where I want to live. I would want to live my life and do all the music stuff, but. Because of the thing that happened in Japan, I've learned that I'm much bigger than just being mm. here. You get what I'm saying? Being in, in New York or being in, living in one specific place, I learned that, damn, you need to probably move around to each state and start gotcha, spreading gotcha. your worth to each state. Gotcha, gotcha. So that you know people can start knowing you from state and say, hey, I know that person. I remember him. I know him. And so that's how I feel now. I feel like it's, it's, it's time to like spread out. You can't just stay in one area. So you on a run now, huh? Oh, you, yeah, for sure. I appreciate you stopping in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You got the you got the first and only interview so far right now. They're gonna be like, oh man. Uh, I, I, I didn't even know you knew what the camera was. Yeah. You know, you know, I knew I know you know what behind the camera is, but I didn't know right. you knew what in front of the camera was, man. You're gonna shock a lot of people with this. Yo, there's there's actually there's a lot of like I was at a movie, it was crazy, but that part didn't make it. It, it did. I just I was more concerned with getting the money for the background of it from just being a background actor. They was like, "Yo, you got a scene. You got to shake Common's hand." And Common still shout out to Common too because Common still remembers me to this day. And I didn't think he would remember me. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, you still look so young." Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I had to shake his hand and all that, and then uh, it never made the scene. And he was, and it was just like, "Yeah, my bad. It didn't make." It. I was like, "I don't care. I got paid, right?" He was like. Yeah, you did. <laughs> has that hurt you in the industry at all? The way you look, the way has I people, look, has like, people tried to play you? No, nah, not actually. I think people. I think people. The way I look, I think people just automatically. It's like when I walk on a scene, people automatically say, "He got it. He's it's it. He's it. That's he's the one." I think, and that that I am because I secretly know how to do a lot of stuff, and it's not like so. I said it's a talent, which I feel like talent is God given. I don't know how I know how to do all of this stuff, but I be knowing how to do it. It's like I learned it in my sleep or something, but I'll wake up. I've been in times I've gone to studios and they put me in studios in front of boards I've never seen in my life. And I know how to operate it. And people be like, and the engineers be like, how you even know how to do some of this? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's God given. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You've been moving around. You've been moving around a lot. You've been in the industry a long time. Yeah. Are you, what's making it to you? What's, to me? What's I've made it or have you made it? I feel like I made it. I, I My made it, my made it was this. My mom, I went from my mom being like, 
when we was in school, when I was in school with you, my mom be like, "Oh, you want you just want to sit here in the basement and make music? <laughs> you want to make music? You, you need to go upstairs and do your whole work and da da da. This ain't this is nonsense. This is da 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 da. So." To a point where I got a, a really big check and she saw the check and she was like, Yo, you sure you don't want to go make some music? <laughs> you don't got no beats to go make Why right you now? not in the lab? Right. What are you doing? You hanging out with him? Why are you hanging with him? Go down the, the studio not open? Yeah, right. <laughs> she like, Oh, another part was where my pops was kind of like the same thing. And then my father was like, So when I was with the deal with Sony, they would send me, like, shout out to my cousin too. They would send me bags of CDs. Like, like, I've never, even to this day, you know, um, Vanilla Envelopes, like the bag, they sent me big bags of CDs yeah. to sample. Yeah. So, like, they were jazz music, all kind of different stuff. And they would just send it. I would have bags in the studio. And they'd be like, and I'd just, you know, go through them and sample it. And my pops came one time. It was, I came home one time and I seen that man. He down there shopping through the shit. He was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't say that because I didn't care. He right. was just like, yo, uh, Yo, you think I could take this CD right here? <laughs> I was like, yeah, go ahead. He was like, yeah, I, I took a couple more last week. I got like five. <laughs> Should I bring them back? You just caught them. <laughs> <laughs> so it went from like my parents just like, nah, you over here dreaming and all of that to like, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, do it, go ahead, go ahead. You have a, you have a very, <laughs> you have a, you have a very, uh, good spirit about you know the whole industry and things that have been going on and i try to get you to tell me some crazy stuff you gave me a you gave me a, a pretty decent story but what do you do in in the face of self-doubt in doubt um i face that all the time i feel like that that right there is what is gonna make you either make it or not make it because there's there's gonna be there's more times that you're gonna doubt yourself than you think that you're gonna do it so everybody thinks that, yo, I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell you right now, this, that thought probably comes into your mind probably once a day, maybe I'll say. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm him. I'm going to do it. And then for the rest of it, like while you're making that beat, you're like, yeah, this shit didn't come out how I think this shit was supposed to come out. Like this shit, or you got your man not in the booth with you. You making your beat, your man there, and your man over there flipping through the magazine. Like, you're like, this ain't it. This is not it. He usually standing up. <laughs> he usually, yeah, yeah, that's my shit right there. Nah, I got a cousin. Shout out to my cousin Shells, man. Shout out to him too because that is my that is my personal A and R. Because he will call. He 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 just sat many nights. Him and my cousin E. Shout out to E and Stu. Like three five, three five would have never came out if it wasn't for Stu. My cousin Stu. I think you know Stu Stewart. So. Three five. What I do with my songs is a lot. A lot of I do want to say this because I need my fans to understand what takes so long for me to make music. I'll make a song, and then I'll flip the beat. So that beat got flipped like three times. So I made that recorded the song, and for me, it's just a it's like an exercise. Like all right, so I made the song cool. I laid down the vocals, and then I'll go back and I'll make a whole different beat around the vocals, and then I'll come back again and make a whole other beat around the vocals. And then I, you know what I'm saying? Cause I've yeah, been, cause yeah. because of the new era of people recording on YouTube beats, they'll go record on YouTube beats. And I, I, I've been with one of the things that have been made me successful is I've been able to say like, okay, get rid of the beat. I'll just make a new beat under, under your vocals. I'll just make a whole new beat. Just give me the vocals. I'll make a whole new beat. So that's a lot of people want to work with me for that reason. They're like, yo, I can't clear this beat. Perfect. Send me, you know what I'm saying? 
I've had a chance to do that with uh, Juvenile Rodeo. Oh, man, shout out my cousin again. You know, remember that one, Rodeo? Yeah, I remember Rodeo. Yo, they asked me to redo it. I, I fucked that one up. But I had a chance to do it, though. And I was like, damn. But I, I, oh, what makes me so good, feel so good about it, is the originals. It's still a classic to this day if you actually listen to it, the yeah. actual Rodeo. But when they put it out, they was like, nah, we ain't feeling this. We need you to flip this. And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. But I felt now like it's nothing to flip. It's That's it. It's already it, you know? Right, right. It's already that. So, yeah, Rodeo was one of those had an opportunity at. But yeah. Any any crazy so do you still make mistakes? Oh, I was talking to you about how, you know, I was running around San Francisco and Yeah. Uh forgot equipment. Yeah. Was taking too long to get places. Uh just very fumbled the whole situation out there. Of course. Do you have a time of and I know I'm asking you about a lot of bad stuff. You should. You but, should. But but I, I really just want to hear, you know, how you've overcome it and, and obviously got to where you are today. But yeah. any crazy situation where it seemed like a very good opportunity and you did, you thought you did all the right things and then you got there and you still kind of fell short. Yeah. All the time. Like mixing, mixing. All right. So mixing an engineer is very subjective. So I always mess up with that because, but I've, I was always taught at what you should always know. And I'll just do this disclaimer before I go into it. The number one rule in mixing is there are no rules. So it's very subjective. So like I heard I heard one of the greatest engineers, um, Jason Joshua, he's a new engineer. He mixed pretty much all the trap stuff you ever heard. You ever heard of him, Jason Joshua? No. Okay. So he's a dope engineer. He said one of the illest things. He's like, you know, it's easier to be the tracking engineer, which is the engineer that's recording the artist. Mm-hmm. Because they'll you record the artist and the artist is just so happy just to get something recorded. He'll be so excited. He'd be like, oh, this shit is dope. Like, yeah, I just laid the illest shit down. He was like, he won't have any critiques for that, for the recording part. He's like, until it goes into mixing. (laughs) Then he got to be the biggest critic in the world. Why the 808 don't hit a little harder? (laughs) Why is the snare? Why is the snare on the right side? And then going to the left side. Why not be on the left side and go to the right side? And then it's like he's like he's the most, but he's not even thinking of the fact of mixing is also an art too. So the mixing are the people are is usually the people that's on the boards, mixing the boards, making the song sound good. Most of these artists that you're seeing right now, they should really thank their mixers. Just like uh Wiz Khalifa had um Germ is it Germ, I think? He has Germ. Yeah. Um Drake has 40. Yes. Like if you're a really big artist, you're going to make sure you have your engineer, right. your mixer, because he's going to make you sound good. He's going to make you sound like you. Um, Kendrick has uh, Ali, who was dope, too. Shout out to Ali, too. I was doing some trying to do some stuff with Ali, but shout out to him, too. But, um, you know, like you have like it's an art and people forget that it's an art. They just think about I want it to sound like this record. And I had to I had to tell one of my friends the other day. I he's a I have I have a group. I try to get a group of engineers and try to bounce and talk things and and you know just you know bounce stuff off of each other. And he was saying, "Yeah, I gotta get this compressor and this." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Listen, if you remember Money Cash Hoes from Jay Z and DMX, DMX verse, the mixing on that motherfucker was horrible, but." 
We all remember that verse though, right? Yeah. We all yeah. remember that shit. That's just, I listened to that the other day. I was like, damn, Jay-Z sound clear as hell. <laughs> <laughs> damn, Jay sound good. But do you think you listen with a different ear though? I do. You and know? because that, that, that comes within time. So you got to think about it. within the engine. Here's the other thing. I hate that we do ageism in hip hop, right? So everybody, there's a time limit on rappers. There's an age limit on rappers that they say. I don't believe right. that. But shouldn't be. There's an age limit on rappers, right? There's no really age limit on producers. There's no age limit on mixers because most of the prominent mixers right now are 70 something years old, 80 something years, you know, almost 80. So like that means I'm not even in my prime yet of mixing. So you have to get your ears accustomed and you have to do a certain amount of mixes in order to get to where you need to be. But stuff comes. You know what? And and the greatest part about that is uh, and maybe I'm wrong here from Quincy Jones, right? Yes. Quincy. Quincy. Quincy Jones was still doing music. I'm pretty sure uh, he was still doing music like ten years ago. Because yeah. you you hear people come out and they'll be in, on a podcast. They'll be talking about it. They'll be like, yeah. And then Quincy, you know, Dre say he talked to Quincy or something. And you're like, Quincy, what are you talking? Why are you yeah. talking to Quincy Jones? <laughs> right, right, right. You can't even he can't even walk right. Like, what are you? Talking? Why are you talking? So, yeah, you know, I think that's a great point that you made because in a world where everything comes fast, yeah. And you you talked about talent. You talked about the craft. Yeah, that's the main important. You only, I mean, it's really if you're doing it right, you age like fine wine, right? Like that, you only get better with time. That's it. That's but what that's, that's hard it. when you need money right now. It is, but at the same time, what I've learned and what I notice is you really don't need the money right now. Usually, when you usually get the money right now, the money goes the fastest, right? I'm, I'm I listening. Mean, I mean, that was I mean, a good usually, point. That was a usually, good point. Usually, when you get that fast money and that huge big check, I mean, most people don't. I mean, I can't say everybody. A lot of people don't manage the money the correct way, and then you're you're sitting thinking about, damn, well, maybe I should have did this instead of doing that. Maybe I should have da 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 da. And it happens to all of us. I, we're all guilty. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like I was very, very good with my money, but there's things that I messed up on too. So I mean, you know, like. We all we all gonna fall for it, but sometimes I think just enjoy the, the the craft and the passion and be happy. Oh, you were talking about early. Matter of fact, you were talking about you were saying that um you don't think hip hop will be around in a hundred years. I think what what I personally think is gonna happen and what I think should happen is some of the money is gonna get pulled out of hip hop, and that's gonna be good because I think hip hop got too much money uh, and too many of the wrong people so now came it's oversaturated. in. Yes, and so now a lot of people were coming into it just to get the money so now when you pull out some of the money of it you're gonna have people who are just in it for the love of doing it and that and that was but isn't that isn't that an old way of thinking though yeah but that's that's such a creative way right because you still need money you do you still need money and i know what you're saying there's a certain amount of money we need but right but people desire things though too i get it but you sure should get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't laugh at jobs. I have a job. I, I work in the industry, but that's upset. You could do that. That's why um, I think we. I'm working on something with somebody and some big people that we're going to try to develop something that can make that kind of stuff happen. Okay. So that 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 you can you can work to to get that and and i mean it's i'll just say it it hasn't been really really uh 
not said, but I've said it on songs before. That's why I actually got the idea. Uh, hip hop union. You yeah. Hip hop union. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been that, hearing that a lot. Yeah. I've been hearing that a lot. Bro. Yeah. Hip hop union. Hip hop is like one of the only things that I've ever seen that makes this amount of money that doesn't have anybody looking out for the better interest of the people within it. You have the NBA, the NFL, yeah. all these things yeah. have, have unions. SAG, you have all these things have unions. And I'm sure that there, there are performance unions like AFTRA and all that. There are those. There are those unions. But at this point, hip-hop has become so culturally lucrative that we need a union to protect that culture. Because as you, I don't know if you've been watching with the hip, what they were saying about um the labels going to go start doing more into Afro beats and leaving and going into that and that's leaving hip hop alone. That's why I brought that question to you. Right. So what are you going to do? You're just going to leave hip hop alone and you just took the culture, you <laughs> fed off the culture and then run. Right. Well, uh, yeah, but the problem and you actually spoke to it, you read my mind is the fact that people are getting in the rap and they said once they get a song, they go and get bags. Right. Yeah. Yes. People used to rap. They used to have to rap, right? Exactly, and rap, exactly, and rap, <laughs> and rap. You because know, that's why Jay Z is so great to us. Yeah, right. Yes, Jay Z was lyrically just a masterful person, right? But right. Jay Z, his pivot and what he's done outside of rap, how he's looked doing it outside of rap, what he's owned, how he's grown the business ventures. Those right. things are even fifty. Yeah, 50 is a mean like 50 businessman. 50 is crazy. I read 50. Nas too now. Yeah, I read 50's book, and 50's always been a businessman. Yes. Even yes. when, even and the, you mentioned the shy money situation. Yeah. He was even thinking about the money then when he was trying to put his man on, but his man tried to play him and say, nah, I want, my, I want to take this. He said, all right, okay. And now look at him. Now look, right? exactly. exactly. <laughs> so he run Houston. I, I, How you I from see. Queens and you run Houston? That's crazy. That's what that's that, what I'm saying. Not run because I don't want anybody from yeah. Houston to get at me. But yeah. he doing big things out there. But what I'm saying is is just <laughs> you 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 rap now <laughs> and then you go immediately to try to get some money from somebody right so as a label why would i put my money into you mm-hmm. when you were trying to just get with me to then just go run away now i also think there's another reason too right because okay. the rappers are getting smart right yeah. if i go to, <laughs> if i go to a nation where they hard up like in the hood yep and they don't know no better. I could give you a a, a seven twenty deal. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, yeah, exactly. You know? And you don't know no better. Exactly. You don't even know what you're missing because you're probably in a whole other country where we don't have to pay. You can't really sue me. If you live in certain countries, you can't sue somebody in another country. And now you bad bunny too. You get what I'm saying? And that that was just talking about that to somebody the other day about bad money. I was just saying like, yo, it's crazy how you see somebody surpass Drake numbers so easily. Like if you look at his 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 stats, it, he drops a song and it like Ricky Martin was that dude though back in the day. That's what I'm saying. I know it's different. I know. And and now you can touch the whole world immediately. That's what I'm saying. That's the other thing. It's like dang, and it's a vibe. Nobody want to keep hearing like you said. Everything is template music. Exactly, it's template music. It's, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. Nobody's like 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 somebody was bringing that to my attention. Like yo, Daz Effects. I was like yo, Daz Effects was the only people I know that rap like that at that time. 
Taz effects of we didn't know what the hell they were saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't personally. And like you had Camp Low. Shout out to Camp Low. I love Camp Low. I love Camp Low. I, I never knew what they were saying either, but that shit was fire though. I ain't gonna lie. Now you got Burner Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is it's cool. I no, mean, Burner I Boy is, is good, but yeah. they were talking about Burner Boy's deal. I know. Which what, is nuts. What's it what's it looking like? Burner Boy's deal is the <laughs> I think it's a hundred million dollar deal and Burner Boy's only worth eight million dollars. <laughs> but when Burner Boy talks about he said I took I took the deal uh-huh. to get on to be in the limelight to to let people know that I could actually do this. Okay. I mean, listen, listen, would I sign with a major right now? You damn right. Right, but that's because I have a little more knowledge than the average Joe. But and I know what I would do. Like I'll share some, I'll share something with you that the industry might need, that people out here might need to know. Make sure producers, young producers, make sure you have something you can try to get. I say, make sure you have it. Try to get a kill fee within your contract. So kill fee is this: if you produce a song for Burner Boy, and Burner Boy says, "Um, yo, this shit is hot. We made a joint. This shit is fire," and then all of a sudden, um, the label says, yeah, we're going to go with something else. We're not going to use the joint. If you have a kill fee in your contract, you know, you still get paid for that that beat, for making that beat. So that's good. So now no, you, st- didn't, you didn't waste your damn time. Because if you go and try to sell that beat to somebody else, the label going to tell you no. So I've, I've burned, I've not burned bridges, but I, I've fell flat on some mm-hmm. of those situations where I have stuff caught up with artists that never got to get released. And it's like, well, damn, I never, I didn't even get paid for it. I didn't get nothing. I can't even go shop it to nobody else. So get a kill fee in your, in your, uh, con- your clause. I wonder when podcasts are going to become like. Oh, yeah. You you know, you know, I think, I don't, I think, I think Spotify is trying to switch over. It's trying to get away from music. Because if you think about the logic of it, they don't want to get, they don't want to be involved with all that royalty stuff. Yeah. They lost a lot of, but, uh, but that's what I'm saying. I wonder when. Yeah. You're going to start. Yeah. The. Yeah. The yeah. negotiations and and yeah, somebody try to because I know they're giving out deals to popular people, right? You know that, yeah. But they don't get, and a lot of people run podcasts. They don't really be getting the money that yeah that they say that they yeah. Well, not even that that it just looks like they're getting right yeah because yeah. a million dollar deal, then you get a publicist, you right. get marketing, right? You get a couple of editors, right? You get a graphic guy, yeah, yeah. So a lot of so a lot of so a lot of people back equipment. There. Equipment. A producer, yeah, yeah. It, it it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to 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 do these things. That's why it's like it's easily going to take over where hip hop is. I don't. I don't think so. I think hip hop has been around this long. It's going to find a way to survive, like you said. Of course. And, but I mean, like but the, in cre- the main stage. The, yeah, the, main stage. the cream will. Well, <laughs> it was a funny joke, but it was just saying hip hop is uh, made all ethnicities. Mm-hmm. The same, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you used to go yeah. to a certain place, you expect a certain thing, and now yeah. everybody's speaking the same lingo. Exactly. There's no uniqueness anymore. Remember that though? I was talking to somebody about that too. You remember? Remember when you used to be from a certain area? You used to have your own slang. I was telling somebody they disagreed yeah. with me. I was like, now I feel like everybody used to share shares the same slang now. Yeah, but now you got. You know, as old heads, I think we're starting to say, I'm not saying that. Yeah, exactly. Me I'm too. not saying that. I don't, too. We don't say that over here. I don't say cap. I, I don't like saying cap. I'm sorry. I couldn't get with I it. I do say cap, but I, I, but 
Yeah. Other things though that come up, it's like, I got no, you. They don't say that. I got you. There's certain things I say that's new stuff that I'd be like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta walk it back, right? Yeah, I gotta, gotta be like, I ain't go, I ain't go old man us out on that, yeah. on that man. I want to know, I want to know what's next for you. Uh, where can people reach you? Okay, and. How much money you got in your bank account? No, we're gonna share that once they send the cash out. <laughs> <laughs> Who can tell how much we made from that? <laughs> nah, but um, uh, the next thing is like I said, I'm trying to work on that 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 hip hop union because I feel like I feel like and I feel like if anything, legacy. I want to create some kind of legacy or something that that like stamps of just saying, okay, yeah, you made music. Okay, you did this. Okay, you did that. Like. My next thing is I have a song that's very close to, that I had to, from Japan from Japan. It's very close to kind of going gold. So like a song that I did on my own that go gold is kind of dope. So I want to actually push that, but I'm so I'm so against the the machine. I'm so against the machine as far as like I I feel like I wanted to go gold organically. I don't want to throw ads into it. I don't want to do that. So a lot of people ask, so why you don't just promote it? Promote it? I'm like. Cause I want I want it to go. It make me feel a lot better if it went gold, just off of people just loving that song. Yeah, personally, that's just for me. yeah. Run them ads though. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. I, the, the, you know, that's a that's a better question outside of and the hip hop union is is something that I'm hearing being talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. So just to hear that you're working on something that is working towards that, I think is. Yep. huge and will really make a, a big name for you yeah just because that's that's something that everybody in the industry talks about all the time right so but so they don't for, have no foot action though which is fine which i, mean, I don't mind if you have the ideas I, we have the foot action we right, know right. we know what we're doing uh the people i'm working with shout out to the people i'm working with they have they have done unions before so it's it's not something that's impossible. At first, I thought it was impossible for a while until I met specific people. And then I'm like, okay, it's possible. So even if you thought about doing it, if you want to do it, you could reach out and we you just add more people to it because the union is usually a big. But like person. you said, the foot act, sometimes a lot of people at the top, at least it seems this way. Yeah. I don't know this to be true, but they're up there fighting different battles. Right. So right. You, you, need, you need some people on the ground right. to go and get certain things done that way you could just you putting your stamp or you saying outside with this or even signing up for it makes it even bigger you know what i mean so the found you gotta have a foundation right start the building and then it goes up from there you know what i mean it's very true it's very true but (laughs) authenticity authenticity is a is a a big thing for me for all of us right Right. we all want to make sure that we real I'm real and I'm, I'm me and I'm my authentic self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel as creatives, we take, <clears throat> we take pride in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, I didn't need this person. I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. When you were talking about your song, mm-hmm. it's, I, to me, I wonder when the rubber meets the road. Right. And I feel you. I feel you. I thought about it the other day too. I thought I thought about it. I was like, yo, you know that's hindering that song that I could probably do that and probably shoot up with that song. But at the same time, it's like there's still people listening to it. So I just like, okay, maybe maybe also maybe I'm a couple songs away from actually doing one that actually goes platinum. I just think that there's nothing wrong with a boost. 
Yeah. The funny part about winning. Yeah. And this isn't, you know, obviously I'm not, the, the podcast is doing well, but it is nowhere near where I want it to be. Right. 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 But the funny thing about winning is that when you're, when you got some, like a gold plaque. Yeah. It just feel different and it yeah. attracts different it, things. It, yeah. Right. It attracts a certain level of energy. Now you keep Absolutely. putting up platinum plaques. That's when the hate come. But, but you know, that build up because certain people feel that they win with you. So for me, maybe you pushing that over the threshold. Yes, you're saying people are listening, but doing a couple of things, you know, a couple of tricks to help it out. Right. Or just get it in the eyes of other people. I don't see why you wouldn't do that because that's a win for the people who really, really fuck with you. That's that's very true. That's very true. I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. But I also feel like, too, I also got to keep pushing out, putting out records for y'all. You know, yeah. I got to do both. I say I say I got to do both. I, I, I think agree so. With you. I think I agree so. With you. But, but I think it's two of those things that we learned that I learned from this podcast. Keep putting out records for you <laughs> and go ahead and push the record over the threshold. So, yes, I will do that for you guys. Because you guys are asking for that. Then yes. <laughs> you know? I just I just sometimes I don't I don't. We'll get if you want to get into that ad stuff, we can talk about the ad stuff because I feel like when we get into the ad stuff, I, I feel like they these platforms have now taken the whole bot and just put it in there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right. But but I think you know the. I think you even know the. Uh, what is it? Guerrilla marketing games. Oh, you know. I think you know where to put it to. Oh yeah. You know, like as far as maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know SoundCloud or how to how to push on some of these more organic places. Yeah. Start a couple TikTok pages and push the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's different organic ways of just pushing it to people as well. You know, Very true. And Very you don't true. have to bot it out or pay the platform, right? You know, how you feel about that about paying the platform? Like, so so when you switch over, are you do you broadcast? I watch you on um on YouTube. Do you do you broadcast on um on Spotify? Nope. Not right. So how would you feel about if you started going to Spotify and then you would have to pay ads for you to push your thing on Spotify? Kind of like hand over fist thing. Explain that a little bit okay. more. Cause so I mean, artists, the, doing that the video's not, well, you could do that with anchor. So if I moved my distrib- distribution to anchor, uh-huh. my video would be on Spotify. Okay. All right. Well, for artists, they have a uh, when you put your music on Spotify, they right. also have Spotify ads, so you can pay to to get more streams. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I was like. So it's like hand over fist. Well, somebody was actually, I think somebody was or sent me a link. Maybe they do have that for podcasts. I, placement is why not pay for placement, man? If you really wanted to grow, <laughs> trust me, um, I'm building it right, mm-hmm. and. It's 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 growing, but it's tough. It is. Um, it is. I like to give you your flowers for that too, man. Because this is this is this is hard to do. Like this is <laughs> really. I don't think people get. They don't get it until they try to get in it and then I, they get out. I saw a TikTok where a dude was. You know, he's talking to his man. He's like, "Yo, I think we should start a podcast." Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and Again, thinking back to a couple of years ago, I was like, "Man, that was that was definitely me." Yeah. That was definitely me and the fam. We was talking about, you know, people need to hear these conversations. <laughs> but, but you know, 
it is a money game too. It's also a effort game. It's also a team. It's yes. just, but you got to have a vision. Yeah. And if you got a vision, I think that makes you a little bit more relentless than other people. Yes. Right. Cause I see where it's going. And if I ever got to play the games that I need to play, I'm definitely down for it. But yeah. at the same time, I'm trying to figure out the regular, you know, I'm at step, I'm at step five is right, 5,000 right. steps. Exactly. So, exactly. and I won't say, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the, I want to say in the intermediate level now. Right. Right. So I want to make sure I'm good at intermediate level. Yeah. Like the things that happen in San Francisco don't happen at yeah. intermediate level. You feel me? Yeah. So for me to even think about giving somebody some money to that's the thing. Everybody wants to throw money at something, but like you said with your homeboy or the situation that didn't work out well, we're not throwing no money at no trash. That's it. Right? That's I, it. There's craftsmanship. I yeah. do this and I'm trying to build a platform of people who's with me when yo, know, you used to do amazing now I, I stuck with you but you you, you know wasn't you wasn't really you wasn't we, we you thought said, it wasn't mm, going well you said mm, everything i'm trying to tell you in this music i feel the same way because in this music there's plenty of people that will say that that even homeboy that might he might even say the same thing oh, i i didn't i didn't hear i didn't think he was making good shit that's why i didn't but it's like yo you gotta stick with it and stick with the people who stick with you yeah because, like you said, they're going to be able to tell that story before people like the storytelling of it from the beginning. Oh, yeah, I was with him from the start. Look where he's at now. People love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But this is like, this is great because I've seen you start off and, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't even think you started off bad. I thought you started off really well. I yeah. thought you started, I thought your start off was like, like amazing and then i just you know one of the things i i I really more judge this kind of stuff off of is like consistency like how long do you stick with it not even how much you put out yeah how long you stick with it because it's so easy to get discouraged in this in this business right here when you you upload that damn that damn file and you you put that shit on there and you come back three weeks later to check your stats <laughs> and then view saying yeah come back again <laughs> the view say come back one more time you know what I take that as though and it was hard but it's it just said you're not good enough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's hard as an adult though it is you're, you've done everything to get good right exactly your greatest right? right and when you start something else you mean to tell me I gotta start off at one month, two months, 18 months. No, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just take it as that, man. I take it as, and a lot of times you got to figure out when to pivot yeah. and what to do. And as you see, we, you know, we, yeah. it was, it was me and my mans. Shout out, shout out to Al, man. Yeah. I don't know if y'all don't think we good shout or not, but, but shout out to Al. Al, I wouldn't even be talking to ghosts without Al, man. Of course. That was a yeah. huge part of the show. Uh, shout out to all my brothers that we started with for real like it's much love to anybody who helped me push this forward because without them we we started with a plan bro that was the thing that's how we we looked half decent because we started with a plan we didn't just grab some mics like everybody doing grab some cameras you know so yeah man I, I just appreciate you coming on the show it ain't it ain't really about me i appreciate you having me because you know why i felt like I feel like this is needed. I feel like I seen you. I seen you. You interviewed Lamont too, right? 
think you did Lamont. Oh, you had Lamont talk. You you guys talked to him for a second. I, I think y'all talked to him. Shout out to Lamont yeah, Silver too. Yeah, shout they did. Uh, they did. I wasn't there. I oh, think I was, was in there. Florida at the okay. time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah shout out to Lamont Silver so doing his thing in music too. I rock with that boy, man. That good. Yeah, but yeah, I seen y'all do certain things, and I was like, you know what? I probably should come out and talk about you know what I I don't really talk about it too much. I just you know. Yeah, I I mean I've been seeing like um. Al told me I should have you on here a long time ago before I even changed like the format around. Yeah. And he was like, man, reach out. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know. Show, he, said he, he was like, he don't get on camera though. I was like, all right, we, yeah, I'll get with him. I think your timing is everything though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I, I think a lot of times, so I was so busy putting people in front of the camera that, you know, you're just like behind the camera, like, yeah, good, good, good. And then I was like, let me get in front of the camera because my man's we're gonna we gonna take this out to the sky. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta take this to the sky because you about to be sitting on that cost and not money soon. You know? <laughs> I tell you, that boy's making some money with this stuff, you know? Like that is some if well, we gonna try to get some we nah, get some I will say I will receive that, bro, cause um just like you working on some things, man. Uh, you know, people may not see me a lot, or if they see me, I'm 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 doing some things, but yeah, yeah. How you feel about your team this year? Oh, uh, this ain't man. That's not your team. I just wore this because uh, I wanted to put a hoodie on. I feel real. you. Okay, <laughs> I know you. You're nah, hoodied up all the time. Nah, yeah, man. That's that's my uh, yeah. that's my thing, man. I wear hoodies in the summer. I remember I was uh, <laughs> anyway because <laughs> we just we just rambling at this point. But yeah, man, I got this when I was in San Francisco. Okay. I just wanted to show some support to the city because. Uh, it wasn't what I expected, mm-hmm. but I will say that Cali love thing is real, man. It's yeah. all love in Cali. I was even trying to, you know, just be a mischief guy, just to be a headache, and people was just showing me love out there. You know what I mean? So Definitely. I I appreciate. It. But I'm a Lakers fan. We going to the tippy. Me too. Actually. Yeah, you know, I'm what actually it is. a Knicks fan, but you know, we just started getting it together. So you know, I'm not saying I left that boy. Y'all. That boy Jalen look good though. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's. The, the shining star of that situation at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, before that, I was like, well, I mean, Randall was I was holding it down a little bit. He just needed a little help. But before that, I was a little, you know, I ain't gonna lie. People might hate me for saying this. That whole mellow error, I kind of, I already kind of checked out from that. Like, that was like, disaster. No bad thoughts, man. Where can people find you? Yeah. Where can people tap in with you? Give, give us all of that and then we out of here, man. I H O F club.com please go there check us out we got a lot of different things up there that we can do for you once we start this other stuff that i just told you about we're gonna have a whole nother situation i have links on that website to get to there and you can also check me out on the streaming platforms if you want to listen to the music which you should and you should also you should also check out the uprising you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on now. You got to do it. It's me telling y'all to do it. And soon, we're going we're gonna to do another one of these. We're going to do a part two because I'm sure everybody's going to want some more information. And I definitely do have more information for you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can um, get, some, get, some other, get some other situations involved to get this, to try, try to take it up another level. I Not saying, you. you know what I mean? Like yeah. get somebody... Get somebody or something on here that we could kind of like, you know, yeah, to have it like, you know, 
get some numbers. <laughs> not saying he doesn't do great numbers, but nah. just you know, I know, I know you kind of like sometimes. How is it like getting guests? Like, is it like, is it like that's a whole other part of the job, right? I'm gonna play this music that we are gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out three five in the loop. I just put it. I just put it in the loop. In the loop. Smoking OG <laughs> and it's floating out the roof. She just spilled some champagne up uh-huh. in the coop. When I was cool, gotta get back to the loop. Shorty told her bestie by my way. Perfect. Now she on IG trying to find me every day. Once I eclipse her, then I flip her like a phase. Cause I be glowing on the sweaters like a rave. I just put a 3 5 in the loop. I said, I just put a 3 5 in the loop. Different flavors with the papers or the vapors. 